Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And I'm Kestra Dorowski. And today we are discussing Minute 41, which begins with the dwarves looking at each other and pondering, Wash? Wash? And ends with Snow White saying, Doc, I'm surprised. <laughs> and this this whole week we are not joined by a guest. Uh, we hoped to have arranged a guest but it did not work out. So it's just the two of us again. I'm fine with that. We we enjoy each other's company. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Uh, and we hope you listeners enjoy our company too. Mm-hmm. That's why you're sticking with us through all these minutes of Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, as it has gotten a lot slower of a story. Um, I mean, what was it? Week three, we had the prince and the huntsman and the forest. Think so. Thank and you. now we are in week nine, and this entire week is about washing hands and faces. Yeah, it's mostly the dwarves. Snow White's only in like two minutes of it, really. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's not a lot in regards to it in um in from the book Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the creation yeah. classic. Well, and it's not in the Grimm's portion. This is you know. A, a Disney element yeah. that they've created. Um, the, these weeks, these last few weeks have been so slow, actually, that my brother Joseph, uh, who was with us last week, was listening three weeks ago when my brother John was on, and he said, yeah, I'm up next week. I'm like, nope, there's actually a guest between the two of you. He's like, but it seems like it just would lead right in. Like, yep, they'd take five minutes to walk up those stairs. Yeah, if it was in the beginning of the film, yeah, it would have yeah, led like, straight into it. But it just, it, yeah, that's. It's like they wanted to have more of a story, more a longer film than what would probably be only like thirty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I like the the segments we get here. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot slower, but it's also less intense. Um, just visually it, the forest was kind of intense. And as you've taught us required the replacement of some seating. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and these minutes are not like that. These are fun. They're enjoyable. I mean, it's good comedy. And it still leads in to next week. All this washing. Yeah. There's still stuff coming next week, guys. Yeah. Like we're, but we are also like crossing the halfway point now. So it's getting to the point where we will see the story progress. Right now, it's been kind of a long comedy segment with the dwarves, but it, it's going to pick up again yeah. and, and get action packed. The, the past few weeks is probably when a lot of the $5 gags came in to play. Yeah, I bet. Because it's, it has a lot to do with humor rather than story. Yeah. Um, so this minute, I mean, it leads into this whole sequence where the dwarves have been at the table and they want to eat. They're ready to well, eat. they've been working all day. Right. <laughs> and uh, Snow White is not having it. It's, it's not time to eat yet. Uh, and she tells them that they have just enough time to wash. Do you think that dinner actually needs a little more time and they need to go wash? Or is she just saying that to get them to go wash? I mean, it was steaming and boiling over. And, and we are pretty sure that she has scalded her, her throat. Yes. Um. So I think she probably just wants them to go wash. I mean, 
she did walk into a house that was filthy. Yeah. Um, so she knows that it's probably, like, they don't live a clean life. Yes. Um, but you think that there's no actual remaining preparation. She's just telling them, you'll just have time to wash. Meaning, go wash your hands and then it will be time to eat. Maybe she's giving it time to cool down, but she didn't take off the fire, so I don't... Yeah, I don't know how long it really needs, um, and how much it's gonna get before it gets into the bowls anyway. Yeah. Like, the, the pot's gonna retain a lot of heat. I think it's all just a ploy, a parenting ploy, to say, it's like, oh, it's not ready yet. Yeah. But yeah. you do have time to go wash your hands. Yeah. As, as though I wouldn't make you wash your hands if it were ready right now. But, um, washing your hands is only, usually only like a minute to two minutes max, usually. Well, I mean, you should have your hands in the soap and water rubbing for at least 30 seconds, I yes. think it is, to, yes. to get the real cleaning. But um, the way she says it, it sounds like it's going to be like five, maybe ten more minutes. Yes. Um, so I don't know. And then, so they're discussing, like, the washing, and they don't seem to know what the word means, but they definitely do. Wash. Um, Wash. It's, it's all, they, 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 some of them say it like they've never heard the word before, and some of them, I feel like, say it like, just we've really, never done just this disgusted. before. <laughs> like, well, what is They it? ask, like, what's it for? It's not New Year's, so I guess they wash annually. <laughs> Ew, gross. But one of them says, like, it ain't New Year's. <laughs> um, Which I, one said that? I, I don't remember exactly. I was just noting down some of the, the things they said. And she is, you know, going to find out, like, have you washed? And yeah, and then like coming, Doc's they, like... He's coming up with a theory, and then and then well, he comes we, up we, with, we, with recently. So he, he, he said, we washed last week, last month, and I think he almost said last year. year. And then he's like... Uh, recently. recently. <laughs> and, and they all like look at him and agree and they're on board with recently. Like I call it the recently conspiracy in my head. <laughs> um, really? Do you think she's going to believe that the way that you said it? <laughs> yeah. And then she does, you know, the hands on the hips, which is wonderfully animated because she's also still holding the spoon for yeah, the soup. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very impressed with this animation. And she says, Oh, recently. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and she I and she that. makes them pull their hands out, and they're all filthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, she she gets Doc to start at at this minute. It continues oh, yeah. into the next. But there was also that moment. I think it was before he says recently. Um. What, um. After they're all saying wash, 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 and Grumpy says, "Ha! Knew there was a catch to yeah, it." Yeah, we needed to pull up the the subtitles on that one because Grumpy is hard to understand a lot of the time. Yeah, and um, and it's probably because he's trying a different voice. Um, mm -hmm. from I think he's sleepy. Uh, the the voice actor I think is also right. sleepy. So he's like needs to have a different voice, but it's really hard to understand what he's saying sometimes. And, and he throws down a spoon with it. Mm -hmm. and... Ha! I knew there was a catch to it, and throws the spoon down. Yeah. So he is difficult to understand. I also noted that um, in this minute, you can see that Grumpy and Doc are at the heads of the table. Oh, so, you're right. I didn't take note of that, but yeah, you're right. And. 
because of the way the layout is constructed, Grumpy is in the top left-hand corner, which to a Western audience is a, a power position. It's the, it's the point on the screen you see first because we read top to bottom, left to right. And that would indicate that Grumpy is the leader in this context. Um, I would say that, and, and I think most of the time Doc seems to be leading at the right of the screen. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and Grumpy is probably more often at the left of the screen, which puts Grumpy in a more powerful position typically. Yeah. But they, they, they do the, the other five dwarfs, um, like lean to both of them at certain at yeah. certain points, so it makes sense that yeah. So so Doc and Grumpy are at the heads of the table. I don't. I mean, I guess one of them might be the head and one might be the foot. But if that's the case, then Grumpy's at the head of the table and Doc is at the foot of the table. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting the way they laid it all out. And and Grumpy continues to be in the power position, the upper left of the screen, a few times throughout the coming sequences. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was very intrigued that they put him into that position, you know, granting credence to whatever his opinion is. He's, you know, in the power position. He's the the truth giver in a sense. I mean, throughout all of this, Snow White's still the power person. Like, yeah. they are listening to She's her. She's often on the left-hand side, too. I'm trying to remember, like, um, her and the Huntsman. She's on the left, and the Huntsman is, is deeper onto the right But I'm talking mainly the in this sequence when... When it goes to her, when the and she's right. facing um, from left to right, mm-hmm. so she's um, facing across to the to the right side of the screen. So there's the there's the moment with with Grumpy um, when she's accusing Grumpy of not, or I guess not accusing, but saying Grumpy, you need to go wash your hands too. Uh huh. That's next minute, but yeah, you're right. But um, she, she's, she's she's to the left. She's of to him. the left, and he's on the and right. she's she's taller, so she assumes the yeah. powerful position in yeah. the in the top left. Yeah. So I think, I don't know how conscious at that point, you know, the filmmaking techniques were, but probably fairly aware of the fact that this is, you know, the arrangement of power. Mm-hmm. And and typically I'd say is putting Doc in the lower right is suitable, especially when they're interacting with Snow White, because he is leading the... Um, the obedience to Snow White's requests. Yes. So he is in the point of greatest submission, but he also leads from that point. Mm-hmm. And five of the other dwarves follow him mm-hmm. pretty, right. pretty smoothly. Right. They treat the dwarves, in this case, stereotypically like children avoiding a bath. Yeah. They, they back I, up against the wall like they're terrified of going to go wash. And, yeah, and they don't want to show their hands and, and, and all of that stuff. Can or we, almost like... Um, when you're checking a, a child for if they brush their teeth or not. Right. And stuff like that. And they're like, nope. And I'm I'm just thinking, I mean, I know this film's 80 years old. And so, you know, we're dealing with the mentality of uh, childhood and cleanliness in that condition as opposed to the modern day. But is is that still the case that kids don't want to take baths and don't want to brush their teeth? And also, can we get over that? Because cleanliness is important. Well, I know some kids who love bath time and hate mm-hmm. getting out of the bath. And other kids who do not want to go to bath time, but then once they're in the bath, they refuse to get out. Okay. 
So um, that's just an inertia problem. Yeah. They don't want to move from whatever state they're in. But my four-year-old cousin, whenever I've given her a bath, um, she she always wants a bath. I'm like, do you want to take a bath? Like, your mom told me to give you a bath. Well, And, um, and she gets so excited. Joseph's – one of Joseph's sons is – you know, almost fastidious about cleanliness. Like he hates it when something spills at dinner and he always wants to have a napkin. So Even he if can, it's just one speck. Yeah. Yeah. So he can wipe his hands. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that translates into his bathing or his, his teeth brushing, but I think Joseph's kids are pretty good about brushing their teeth and they don't have any issues with it. So I'm just curious about the evolution of that, that trope of kids, you know, wanting mm-hmm. to stay dirty, which is like, I don't want to stay dirty. I don't want our kids to stay dirty. I can't remember if I ever fought bath time. I mean, if 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 it was coming in a time when I didn't want to leave the task I was doing, like playing with my friends or something, maybe. I, like maybe then. But I don't think I ever fought. I'm not entirely sure. I know I sometimes fought brushing my teeth as a little kid, but well, and I'm I'm 100 percent in favor of washing hands before dinner time mm-hmm. because. I mean, a lot of the time, like, my hands feel gross, and I just have a desk job. Mm-hmm. So if my hands feel gross doing that, like, I like getting my hands cleaned mm-hmm. off. I like I like that feeling. It's like, ugh, my hands feel a little bit gross, and then I wash them off and, you know, do a good job, and then they feel clean, and that's enjoyable and satisfying. And I think it makes for a better experience eating dinner, especially if your hands are going to be involved, like with rolls, which they definitely have at the table in this, in this scenario, they're holding some rolls and about to eat them when she stops them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think some kids might have an issue and other kids might not, but I think a lot of shows and movies um, tend to make it seem like they, they do have an issue. Which might be outdated. In some Maybe. degree, but also, so there's a theorist named Theodore Adorno, and I believe it's attributed to him the, um, this sort of cultural and art based theory called the magic mirror theory, which is that you portray something in art because it is real and then it becomes real to other people because it's been portrayed in art in a, in a way it's also the the life imitates art 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 imitates life argument so our kids eschewing um or eschewing our kids eschewing cleanliness because they see kids eschew cleanliness in film or do kids in film eschew cleanliness because somebody's kid was like that mm. and you get this kind of back and forth with this magic mirror where you've seen something in art and then it becomes the reality and then it's reflected again in the art. Art is a reflection and a prediction mm-hmm. um, of what's going on. And so I think it, in this case, this might be one of the things that's going on. Like kids think that's how they're supposed to be kids. Kids learn to be kids by watching TV and movies and mm-hmm. watching other kids. Mm-hmm. And if that's one of their sources then we perpetuate this drive to stay dirty right. <laughs> by having it in movies like this. Right. Um, and, and making the dwarves interact with Snow White as if they are children and she's the maternal figure, it it's continuing this cycle, which I think is not good. Um, I also think it's probably relatively correctable um, through 
good parenting, but we also aren't parents yet. So maybe it's harder than, than I'm giving it credit for. We'll, we'll soon find out. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll test it out on our child, (laughs) whether we can just say it's like, that's just a thing in movies and it's fine to, to clean your hands. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have additional notes about, uh, sanitary hand washing and stuff, but I can save that for tomorrow. Okay. Sounds good. I don't have anything else for this minute. I've covered more than what I anticipated for this (laughs) minute, but that will, uh, take care of us for today. But you can join us again tomorrow. We will have more of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. We are also now on Facebook with a Facebook group for our listeners. It is Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society. Or damsels. Or damsels. Uh, we thought that was appropriate for, for our, our dame listeners. And we also have a page at protagonistpodcast.com slash dame. You have some contact information there if you need to get a hold of us. But most importantly, share us with your friends. And come back tomorrow to listen to more of Disney, Disney Animation Minute Essentials. Until then, just whistle while you work.